Then there's a little more intro. Maybe a little bit more intro. John, do you smoke cigarettes? Uh huh. Did you ever? I did. I used to too. I'm so glad I don't. Mm-hmm. They're Kick. fucking expensive now. Oh, <laughs> especially in California. I think like 12 bucks a pack. It's a sign of the times. You know what hasn't gone up? What's that? Plan B. <laughs> Consistent. Is it free? 50 bucks. 50, huh? They should just give that shit away. Yeah. Is that luxury tax, too? Or is that, <laughs> is that on medicine? I don't know. Our government might luxury tax that shit. But uh, on better news, we're going to roll through the news and things today. Uh, good morning, John. It's good been uh, a week or so since I've seen you. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, today is uh, Sunday the 29th. The 31st is All Hallows' Eve, Halloween, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to go see The Chats, the band we led in there with. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. John, yes. you're going to dress up uh, again as uh, Barf from Spaceballs? Oh, yeah. Totally. Nice. Uh, got to nice. represent the John Candy well. And, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be <laughs> awesome. Uh uh, I don't. I still don't know what I'm doing. I may throw some last minute thing, but I I do have the uh, potential to go as a horse's head or BoJack. Mm. <laughs> Either one. If I get the red shirt, I'll go as BoJack. There you go, BoJack Horseman. <laughs> BoJack Horseman. <laughs> oh my god! It'll uh, be fucking hot in there in a costume though, mm-hmm. especially a horse's head. And are you? Uh... Are you going to creep your way up towards the front at all? Are you gonna... I mean, if I wear the horse's head, I for sure will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you guys you you guys should get up I think there's the, going to uh... be a lot of uh costumed people at first. And I have a feeling you're going to find pieces and parts of costume everywhere on the mm-hmm. ground after I the don't, show. I don't I don't expect my costume to last the whole concert. I expect to be uh, fully targeted <laughs> in the pit. And, uh... <laughs> 100%. That one dude will probably be there. Um. I'm just wondering, <laughs> like, I, I I, think we should do a John and John over under on how many bananas we're going to see. L.A. <laughs> chats show. Like, I um, think we saw a banana and it wasn't even how Yeah, just a regular show. Yeah. Um, so... I'm wondering if there's going to be a banana brigade. Over under five. Yeah, that's probably good. I mean, no, what's your guess? Over or the under? Uh, I might take the under. Oof, I might take the over, honestly. Yeah. There might be a bunch of them. Oh, we'll have to figure out a stipulation How for How many one. red mullets? <sighs> over under five. You gonna go That's under? You one. sound like you're gonna yeah, go under. Yeah, it's a again. good one because uh, there might be some natural mullets in the crowd. Those count too. I'm gonna so, count both. So I'm gonna take the over on five. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, dollar bet. 
the dude from Wacko with the the Wacko helmet. Mm. <laughs> I I want him to be there. That'd be awesome. That way you can finally buy him a beer like you should. I know, that's so <laughs> fucked. Uh, it's one of your regrets. It is a regret for sure. But hey, you'll you'll I find so him many. again. You have so many. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start from number one. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. But so yeah, the- that should be fucking awesome. Obviously, we've seen the chats before. They're fantastic. I'm uh, I'm really hoping for some sort of exclusive merch for this tour. Like I, that like, would be great. As if there was a chat Halloween shirt, a Halloween shirt, or like even just like a. Uh, maybe a limited pressing, like they do a lot Poster, of these uh, pressing shirts, something cool like that yeah. for just that show. Yeah, they do a lot of small batch like singles stuff. So I don't know. That would be cool to find something. I'm ready for that. Hoping for that. Hoping for. Hoping that. to grab the set list. <laughs> That's <laughs> for Mary to get the set list. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean that strategy is uh, pretty foolproof if it presents itself. Um, it's worked out a good percentage. Mm-hmm. I would say that for sure. Uh, what else? Right through the news. Let's say the other big news of the week would be uh, I saw that uh, <coughs> Surfboard <coughs> in the studio making album number three. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. I was like, that's fucking awesome. I would love to see them tour again. <laughs> I feel like. We will see them tour again, and we will run into the band at said concert again. Mm. I don't know why I feel that way, but I do feel that that will probably happen. For sure. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, of course. In other surfboard-related news, uh, Trash World, Danny's other band with mm. Ash, are playing tonight. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, tonight at the Goth Prom in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't make that one, unfortunately. Their set, it said, I think starts at 11.50. It's not really a time uh, constraint. It's more of a fashion restraint for John. No, uh, no, it's a time constraint. I have to work <laughs> at 3 a.m., so. Mm, that's never stopped you before. I that's think a it's... late set time, though. <laughs> I probably wouldn't get to work till fl- I'd probably get back at like two two thirty. I mean, it is. Possible. I think if you strategize and knock yourself out after this podcast, <laughs> I get up, it. just go and just go. I mean, I could do it. Mm-hmm. I could do it. It's just, uh, you know, it'll be a little bit uh, rough going into that chats concert on Tuesday. Mm. Yeah, Monday recovery. I figured one work. or the other is probably going to happen. I want to go to the chats because we have tickets for that and everything. So Yep. Um, and I don't know how much Trash World set's going to be, you know, like how long. It may only be like half an hour or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, after that, I think... Uh, as far as future shows, isn't uh, Illuminati Hotties doing an acoustic set, I think you told are, me? Yeah. So that will be... December 7th, I believe that is. No mosh pits at that one, too. Uh, I mean... No, 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 no. Not going to do it again. You know, <laughs> hard to start it, you know? If it was uh, just her show, but I think she's like early to mid 
show set. Nice. You know what I mean? So uh, that might be a little tough. I don't know what the other bands are. Snaps and claps. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be fine. Uh, yeah, and uh, let's see. I think last time we talked, we were talking about how uh, how she left a ticket for you yeah. when, after I sent her a message there. And then uh, Mary and I went and saw uh, Sarah Beth Tomberlin uh, down at the Orpheum, I want to say. Interesting. Super great acoustics. The opposite of the Ventura Theater when we saw her. The bane of your existence. And hers. When I talked to her after the show at this one, she said that was the worst show she's ever had. Of course. <laughs> and we witnessed it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it was great to me still. I just felt for her, for the uh, sound system and the crowd. The crowd at this show, she was the opener for, uh, I'm not even sure what the act, what the uh, headliner was because we wound up leaving after Tomberlin set. We bought the tickets for her, and we had, uh, after her set, we went to um, go see if she was selling merch, you know what I mean, herself, which she wasn't, but her cousin wound up being the one selling merch there, and uh, she was super cool, and she was like, are you paying cash or card? And I was like, oh, cash. And she was like, oh, thank you so much. You know, because I know how they fuck them on the merch if you pay with card. And most of the places don't let them pay with cash. Mm-hmm. So they make them force them to give them the percentage. Uh, you know, and then they had another thing for her dog, like a bowl there. Mm-hmm. Um, the dog who's on your shirt that you have. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember her name right now. God damn it. But any, anyways, uh, I stuck like 20 bucks in their jar for the dog food and she was like oh thank you so much and then we bought some stuff and then like as we were you know after she told her told us that she was uh Sarah Beth's cousin Mary was like oh okay and then she walked over here and then they did the secret handshake thing mm. and she was like oh thank you so much <laughs> so happy <laughs> And then uh, she goes, oh, Mary goes, oh, she's right there. And so uh, Tom Berlin came over, and she was super nice, talked to her for a few minutes, took a picture with me. Mary took a picture of the two of us, and uh, she signed uh, the album I bought there for me. It was super Mm -hmm. sweet. Oh, yeah, the other print, yeah. And then I told her we were going to... uh, run across she was asking us if we were staying for the sorry mm. i banged the mic there if we were staying for the headliner and i said no really <laughs> or no she's like asked me are you staying and i just kind of looked at her she gave me that look like oh shit you're not staying <laughs> and i told her we we're gonna go over and try to catch uh sarah from illuminati hotties they're playing like 15 minutes away and so she was like, oh, she's my friend. Say hi to her for me. And uh, we went over there and had some stuff for her that I wanted to give her because of her hooking us up last time for the show. Mm-hmm. 
And we couldn't get in to give it to her, but there was a girl at the front who was like, yeah, I'll give it to her. And I sent her a message, uh, Sarah Illuminati Hotties, and she said she got it, and she was really thankful and stuff. So I thought that was awesome. Rad. Yep, so that would be cool if we can see her again on December 7th playing an acoustic set. Um, But -hmm. between now and then also... I believe um, November 4th, Mary and I are going to go up to Solvang to see uh, Tegan and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, the three of us are going to uh, go see the Violent Femmes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Cue up, up some Violent Femmes for me, John. Oh, okay. I'll get you some Violent Femmes. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we're... Uh, they're going to play, I believe, the entirety of their first album. And Perfect. then I think they did last time we saw them maybe five extra bonus songs after that. Huh. This is saying that they did a re-release of Blister in the Sun, or at least released the demo. Oh, really? 2023. Have you heard this? No, you have. It says uh, latest release, so... See if you can cue that up. Maybe yeah, a, a re-release of the Violent Femmes classic uh, Blister in the Sun. It'd be interesting to see and or to hear an like, early version yeah, of it. Yeah, maybe it's a demo. I think it's a demo. Let's try it. Awesome. One time I saw the Violent Femmes and uh, they played the song Lies and there's a part at the end where they all go to jam and it made me start feeling really sick like I was going to throw up and I was like, oh my god, I don't feel good I think they're playing the brown sound (laughs) and then finally the jam part stopped and then I felt better I was like, oh my god, that was the craziest shit ever (laughs) I was going to poop my pants or puke or something (laughs) started spinning oh man, that was great I don't know if I mentioned this the last time we were talking about the Violent Femmes because I didn't go I didn't end up getting tickets to this concert i don't think right yeah, it sold it out so quick but um i uh <coughs> i remember when i first picked up an acoustic guitar in high school because mm-hmm. uh in middle school or you know younger i i had a an electric guitar that um one of those squire strat you know right um so i had the electric guitar but i never had an acoustic guitar um, and my buddy gave me one of his old ones, you know, and, uh, he's like, okay, we're to learn blister in the sun. And so we did, he did the percussion, like on the, like on the guitar and, and, you know, taught me to play that until we were both jamming that song constantly. So that that's my history with violent femmes good memories good feeling yeah for sure um that's one of their songs (laughs) (sighs) 
um, but yeah, so that'll be cool to finally see them live because I haven't seen them live before. Uh, fantastic. Pretty awesome because uh, their drummer, I believe his name is John Sparrow. Uh, oh, no, a John, John, John scenario. <laughs> it could be a John, John, and John scenario if we talked to him after the show or before. Uh, just like Victor DeLorenzo, their old drummer, used to do, he's at the front of the stage on that three-piece kit. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's, I believe... They usually have it set up so Gordon's, like, on the right-hand side of the stage, um, the drummer's center, and Brian Ritchie, the bass player's on the left, you know, as they're, from their point of view, facing out. Mm-hmm. So they're usually, you know, having their drummer dead center, you know what I mean, is unusual setup for any band. Usually drummer's rear of the stage center mm-hmm. you know the guitar and bass are on one side or the other and the singers in the middle so it's like it's set up different it's a little uh more personal like if you're close to the show you feel like you're fucking in it you know because they're yeah. all right there so it's kind of cool yeah you'll definitely uh they're really fucking great musicians um they usually carry uh, a horn section with them um definitely like some. I believe I'm trying to think of the name I think that they're called the horns of dilemma um which you there's one guy who plays um I can't remember the name of the saxophone but it's like a huge baritone sax it's like eight feet tall or something mm-hmm. um, that thing's pretty awesome it just lets out like a tone a super low tone um <laughs> but oh, I heard the buzz. The buzz. Oh no! The buzz is back. Um, uh, if you want to contribute to getting rid of the buzz, uh, <laughs> let, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we have a new cable fund we're looking into starting. I don't know. Can we start like a fucking uh, well, Patreon or um, a GoFundMe? I know we're to just get gonna John start a new cable or just, it's for no- one roll of electrical tape. <laughs> whichever comes first. whichever we can get if anyone out there wants to contribute a mic cable or a roll of electrical tape we'd be super happy shout outs will will happen yeah i mean we have a broad audience that can target many many different demographics and uh yeah if the people at uh are uh, the port wainimi ace hardware are listening to this you guys want to kick down that roll of electrical tape we'd appreciate it <laughs> we do have an account there but you know no we don't <laughs> we, we know someone char- that we has can't charge it there. to work and we don't have the 399 <laughs> 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 so you know we're looking for somebody to contribute personal yeah. shout outs will happen in either case of course. Do you guys have like an old Guitar Center gift card laying around? Oh, we could use that. <laughs> we could use with cable time. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Anyways, John, moving on to serious topics. Serious topics. What else do we have? Dum, 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 dum. Wait, do we have any other concert news first before we go into the serious topics? 
No, but I have the first serious topic. Let it rip. How many lobsters you freaking <laughs> destroyed oh, yeah. in oh, Vegas? Yeah. So we went to <laughs> Vegas on our vacation and uh, went to the Palms Casino. Shout out to the Palms. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday night buffet there, all you can eat lobster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I went into it. And there was a lady in line next to me, and she said, I ate 12 whole lobsters. <gasps> the lady. This, the lady. She was about 110 pounds. No. She was from Alaska. She told me, normally we, we come down here just to eat lobsters. You, normally we eat crab legs up there, but there's no lobsters. I was like, oh, that sounds fucking, you know, I get it. She's like, we were in Oregon, and I made this guy drive me here to Vegas for the wow. buffet. I was like, I get that, too. And she said, uh, yeah, I had 12 lobsters, two tails, and then, like, five plates of crab legs. I was like, damn, you fucking hammered it. (laughs) And the other guy, you know, in front of me, the guy next to me was saying, you know, he'd had five. This guy's like, I've had three. I was like, all right. Well, 12 is fucking pretty high up there shot. Yeah, it is. So I went in. I was like, I'm not going to eat anything but the lobster, you know. And, of course, I knew I would get sidetracked with something else, though. But I did. They let you grab one lobster and one tail at a time. Strategy. They're on the smaller side, I'll be honest with you, the lobsters and the tails. They're not huge. Um, I had five lobsters and five tails. A tiny bit of brisket, I took one bite off. It was good, Ooh. but I was like, that was dumb. Don't even fucking eat the rest of that. <laughs> that was dumb. Yeah, it was good, and then I got rid of it. I ate my five lobsters and five tails, and I will say, I was pretty full, but not like dying full like you would imagine, hmm. because they weren't that big. So by the time you crack that main lobster, and then like, I was getting more like, over richness than over full. Okay. You know what I mean? Like okay. the butter and the fucking lobsters very Lots of rich. butter intake. Yeah, for sure. Getting close to heart attack position almost. Like probably raising my cholesterol to a dangerous level. For sure. Wasn't quite done and then I had I was like I had walked by the dessert station where they have those small, awesome looking desserts at those buffets. Then I went by there, grabbed a plate, grabbed probably like seven different little tiny desserts, ate most of those. Then I was dying. (laughs) (laughs) Then it was like, all right, I need to go back to the room, walk around a little bit, but then probably lay down for a little bit, laid down for a couple hours. That was like three o'clock in the afternoon. Coma. Laid down till probably like six or seven and then uh, wound up going out and doing something, but actually had uh, eaten a ton of sushi the night before the first night we were there the sushi was definitely better than the all you can eat lobster the all you can eat sushi was better than the all you can eat lobster good to know so for the 35 bucks for the sushi compared to the 65 bucks for the lobster the 35 bucks was definitely worth it 
value and mm-hmm. food quality wise, the sixty five for the lobster, eh. Probably wouldn't do it again. Just did it for a novelty. Okay. Wanted to see how many lobsters I could eat. Mm-hmm. But the lobster quality was mid. If it was super high, it might have been I would have been able to eat less, but it would have been better. Maybe next time you go to Vegas. You should look into a place that's not all you can eat, but just serves you one good big lobster. Well, no, Mary and I did that last time, and we went uh, to a place at Caesars. Each got one, like, three-pound lobster, I would say, something like that. Really nice big lobster. So fucking good. Way better than the five lobsters I ate. And honestly, probably close to the same amount of meat out of that one giant one. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely an experience both times that was worth it. But uh, if I had to do it again, probably like uh, pass on the all you can eat. Go for the single big, really good one. Mm -hmm. Nicer restaurant. You know what I mean? Definitely more worth it. More expensive for sure probably like 150 bucks as opposed to 65 bucks but definitely worth it in the one time experience thing i wouldn't want to do either very often you know mm-hmm. yeah but yeah that was a that was a fairly serious piece of news um the lights just flickered in here uh let's see <laughs> What else? We metal detected a lot. Uh, yeah, you've been scoring recently, it seems like. Yeah, we hit a fucking tiny park that we wasn't even on our map. That was like, you know, when you go on Google and hit like parks or areas near me. And uh, I just saw it. I was like, should we go to that one? And we found like three rings and like a ton of change and cash in there. So some of them have been good. I've been trying to go to the beach too, and the beach sucks always. Always just find trash. A yeah, lot pe- a lot of people's lot of, garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Half the time you're getting told, "Oh, can you find this for me?" Yeah, the you know the only two good things I've really found have both been for someone else at the beach. You know, yeah. while they were there, and both times, uh. Like the last one, this lady, we looked for like half an hour after her husband said, my wife lost her gold earring and uh, just kept looking and looking and they left and then I found it on the surface, just eyeball found it. Mm -hmm. And then Mary ran to the parking lot and found him and gave it to her. And then she was like, it's my birthday. It was my birthday present. I didn't want to say anything. Mm hmm. So it was cool to give it back to her, but yeah, I have yet to find something like that on my own. Right. You know, just kind of spitballing, you know, you, you know, you're going to parks and stuff. I this time of year is probably a a good little heyday time, I would think. Um I'm just thinking of like for instance in Camarillo, um the main community center park is having like a daytime or like evening trick-or-treating event Mm -hmm. so people don't have to go to 
individual homes necessarily. Oh, that's cool. And it draws so many people to like Where the field. Where is that on? It's on it's a right, field. Right by my house. Is it on like a soccer field type of field? Sure. Yeah. Oh, it's a big field. Yeah, yeah. Um, at that park. Um, I should try that one. See, like, yeah, I would try it after this Halloween weekend. I don't really like digging in the grass at the parks. Right, but there you could know, be a if, lot of surface finds. Yeah, if it's or, right afterwards, they'll be surface are very close. because I'm sure they're doing like I'm sure they've already done all the major yard like detailing bef- like during the week, and this is gonna happen. You know, I think right. it's happening tonight, maybe because it's Sunday, the weekend. But it might, happen, it, it, it might happen. It it might happen Tuesday night. as well. But uh, right, yeah, I would I would try it. I mean, that's actually that. a good idea. Usually, like in the grass at the parks, there's a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to dig in the grass. So some places really frown on it. You just have to use a coin probe instead of a little shovel. Uh, but if you're gonna use a shovel, you want to take like a three quarter circle. So you can flip it out and then flip it back in and not so that way when they go over it with the lawnmower it doesn't just suck the plug up into the lawnmower and leave a hole there for someone to fall in Uh, but in the park you do find a lot of older coins in the grass for sure they get like some of these parks are super super fucking old so um it's hard to find old coins in a in the kitty park you know what i mean yeah or even at the beach a lot of times you don't find you know i found one like silver dime the other day uh at the kitty park which was like super rare usually that's like uh they've all been built in the last 20 years so there's no chance you're gonna find something pre-1964 usually mm-hmm. but sometimes you find the wheat pennies but not silver coins very rare but uh yeah i don't know what other uh things we got going but uh. locally at least things are pretty okay (laughs) right yeah i mean worldwide uh it seems like we're slanting towards disaster on all fronts but uh, hopefully, obviously, it doesn't work out that way <laughs> in reality. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a real <laughs> shit show out there, as you know. Everyone can fucking see that. Yeah. Yeah, I was just reminiscing about, like, growing up and stuff. And, yeah, there was stuff to worry about, but it seems like there's even more to worry about right now. It's uh, um, It's ratcheting up out there. Yeah. You know, it looks like, you know, uh, the the whole situation in the fucking Middle East, um, it's, you know, Israel needs to back out, Hamas needs to not exist anymore, America, Israel need to get together, figure out how to hammer out a position, a plot of land for the Palestinian people where they're not armed and are overlooked by the United Nations but are able to have their own country so those camps in the Middle East disappear and they can all exist 
they're gonna have to coexist at some point or world war three is gonna happen there iran needs to back the fuck off and stop sending money and arms to hezbollah so they can pipeline that shit to hamas and use it against israel i get the israelis point of view they're gonna have to be the bigger people at some point um, you know, the Palestinians themselves have to get rid of the radical element. That's just a fucking shit show. You know, at some point, unfortunately, the United States will probably have to get involved, at least heavily diplomatically, to try to mediate some kind of long-term solution. Mm-hmm. You know, just um, really fucked. And, you know, Russia's still up Ukraine. Ukraine's still fighting for their lives and they're not talking about that shit anymore. Yeah, not as much. Uh-uh. U.S. seems like <clears throat> we've gotten hit by a bunch of Iranian proxies in the last week or two since this Israel shit started. So. Mm-hmm. We're on the cusp of an absolute fucking worldwide disaster. But, you know, we still have to go through our everyday yeah. go to go to work and Try to enjoy our lives uh, and just, you know, hope that uh, common sense will prevail in the long run and people will realize it's a pretty small world. And with the way weaponry is advancing and shit like that, there's it's not like you can escape. You know what I mean? If you're at war, if you're at war, you're going to get fucked. It's like, thankfully, we've been very fortunate living in growing up in the United States that we're still geographically pretty far away from all that shit. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to come across the ocean with a force to attack, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where Israel's literally Israel and Gaza are literally feet apart from each other. Thankfully we're not at war. It'd be like us being at war with Mexico or Canada. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that. I really can't imagine that. Yeah, I I forget who I was talking to about it, but I was like, "What if Canada was like, yeah, we're just gonna take Minnesota, right? North Dakota. We need the resources. <laughs> like, we want, yeah, we want your trees in Maine. <laughs> you know? Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Give us Maine. We're gonna take Seattle, you know, or whatever, right there across the border. You know, just it's unimaginable." Right, mm-hmm. or them just launching an attack at one of our northern cities, yeah, you know, or vice versa, us just being like, Oh, we're gonna take Canada, we're taking Canada, fuck yeah, that. we're gonna connect Alaska, to... <laughs> that no whole, more disconnection, yeah, that whole fucking western <laughs> half of the continent's gonna be ours, mm-hmm. you know, it's just no, see, that I don't think that's gonna happen, no, that's never gonna happen because it's like we aren't. You know, regardless of what people say, like that kind of aggressiveness, it's kind of hopefully the thing of the past. And I don't, I don't think world domination is yeah. like a thing of the past. Yeah, it's more. Like, I mean, you can see it coming with the people who are attempting it, like with Putin or with like ISIS. You know, they wanted to form a whole Islamic state yeah. and then take over the fucking world, push their shit on everyone. The Chinese will probably be the ones to do it, but they'll do it, you know, economically, not through 
militarily taking over all these countries. They'll just subvert them so they all owe them so much money. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, kind of like how they're rolling on the United States. Yeah. I think we owe them a lot of money for some reason. Uh, religion, the influence of hate. <laughs> it's definitely, I mean, that's another serious subject, obviously. Um, it hasn't spread community or love or unity across the world. Seems like people's individual u- views being pushed on others has just caused war after war after war. Yeah. <laughs> With being open about learning and like every everyone seems to have like a version of like peace and prosperity and like and like a perfect, you know, community. Right. But I like what what always gets me is that there'll always be a uh uh a cutoff or like a exclusion of like you know what I mean uh I mean even... where where's the where, like there there's a disconnect from like being different beliefs and different you know whatever but at all their core roots they all tell us how to live like you know right from wrong in a way right (laughs) right it's all different point of views but yeah they're right from wrong how to live your life i mean general safeties right and it's and it's the life lessons and storytelling of of a cult of cultures right right and cult cult (laughs) yeah i mean cult comes from culture right Mm mm-hmm Ooh, party foul. (laughs) (laughs) Whoopsie. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll always fascinate me that, you know, we, uh, there are differences that I guess we'll never meet eye to eye or, or refuse to meet eye to eye. It's all a bunch of shit, John, because even within those, like, those cultures where be like us, you know, we want everyone to be like us or have our belief. Even within a church or within a religious organization, there's still prejudice and hierarchy, and someone's the fucking leader who tells these other people what to do and how to live their, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all pure horse shit. We're all going to fucking die, die and be gone, and no one will remember us two generations from our own death. Pretty and, much. You know what I mean? It's like, this is all just made-up human stuff, you know, uh, like who lived the best life or what culture had the most happiness? Probably someone who just had either no religion. There's the ultimate question, actually. Like who has lived the best life? Probably someone <laughs> akin to like the Native American Indians, or. Uh, but then again, it's all about perspective, right? For sure. Again, it's I like. Mean, it seems like, for me personally, the happiest you are is when uh, it's just like life's boiled down to as simplest things. Like you're with someone you love, like things that you do don't really make you happy per se. Um, like 
possessions that you own are never going to make you happy. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, money I mean? doesn't buy happiness, right? No, like, um, you know, it, it's really hard to say who's, so I, I don't equate it where like one of the cultures who necessarily had the, the most technology or the most things or possessions was the happiness. It's probably the opposite. Like the more, you know, like in our culture where like striving to have more money or more stuff occupies so much of our time and energy, we're probably not nearly as happy as people who didn't have to worry about that, you know, who just lived off the land or something. So I, I'm going to say it's some older culture, you know, they probably had, uh, you know, they just lived today, day to day and were happy and, you know, they fucked and ate and drank and lit, you know, that was it. And just did whatever they did to survive, fished and hunted. And so the Egyptian Pharaoh, <laughs> Egyptian Pharaoh, cult leaders, uh, building things that still baffle the modern human. I mean, that's pretty awesome that they, I don't know that they were happy. They were probably not that happy, especially when you had to sacrifice the lives of thousands to build your wants and needs. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, But I will at least give them that they did leave something that at least has an impression that's still around. There's not many people or, you know, powers um, that are still you know, having something on earth thousands of years later. Like I said, usually two generations from your death, you're forgotten. The tallest building for like, 10,000 years? <laughs> I don't know if it was that long, but something like until the Eiffel Tower was built, the pyramids were the tallest man-made structures on earth. Mm-hmm. I, wanna, I think it was like yeah, 1870s yeah, or something like that. So obviously, uh, you know, modern or uh, ancient wonder of engineering for sure say what else you want about how they were devised or who built them or if the martians helped the egyptians or (laughs) they had c-130 transports and chinooks dropping those blocks in place for them through time travel with tesla and einstein Mm -hmm. say whatever you want however they did it they're still a big fucking pretty badass tomb. Yeah. That tells you how powerful individuals were in that Egyptian society, too. Crazy. That's one dude's fucking casket. (laughs) Yeah. And it took, like, decades after his death. Yeah, I, I I thought about that, too. It's like... So they also had to, like, preserve his body in some sort of other tomb or, you know, area. Oh, for sure. And just think how dedicated they were. And they still continued to do They did that shit after he was dead. Their dedication and loyalty to that guy never ended. They believed... There was something. Yeah. That he was God or a God, I guess. I don't know that much about Egyptian mythology, but 
I, I think they believe the pharaohs were either god or like demigods. Yeah. Um yeah, for sure. Uh Polly I stepped on this thing this morning. Nice big old treble, treble hook. hook stuck in my croc. Trouble did, did not go through my croc, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Crocs are indestructible for anyone out there who didn't know that. Probably the best <laughs> shoe in the world. <laughs> well, unfortunately we have to cut this one a little what? short just kidding yeah john's gotta go to work i gotta get to fucking work so well john i wish you had more time but i would have hit up lee's yes lee's <laughs> legendary also shout out but, to lee's chinese in ventura if uh anyone there's listening to the john and john podcast definitely like a sponsorship from you guys would love it we could get uh discounted lunch special after the podcast oh that'd be great lunch special at dinner just give me that <laughs> once again their lunch special is about 13 dollars. uh comes with your main course rice soup and i think an egg roll and a fortune cookie awesome pretty solid it is so but, what do you want to take us out with there john mm-hmm. we got some concerts coming up we got Fudge. music coming out i yep. saw sherry also uh mm-hmm Sherry uh, Page finishing up, I think, an EP, it said. um, Let me see if I can get this. I do not know, but I think it's appropriate um, if I can get it. Um, Yep, I think I can. So I'm just going to do it. What do you got? I'm just kidding. A video that lived rent free in my mind, and the one mainstream band had to do it. Blink 182 played a fucking Denny's. God damn it. (laughs) Anyway, we'll leave you with this, guys. Fuck yeah, Denny's. Did they wreck the Denny's? Oh, it's done. Is it really? (laughs) Not as good as Wacko. No. Shout out Wacko. 